Minerals matter in our efforts to achieve the ambitious United Nations Sustainable Development Goals because they're literally the matter that underpins much of global development. We are all incredibly reliant on minerals. Much of this reliance is hidden, packaged into products or embedded within the value chain. Whether it be the clay bricks that provide shelter, the fertilizers fundamental for agriculture, the garnet that filters our water, or the stone that builds bridges and paves rural roads, or even the metals that wire electronics and power the renewable energy future. Welcome to the first in a series of podcasts where we explore the often uneasy relationship between mining and sustainable development, and we seek collective solutions to global challenges. My name is Daniel Franks, and I'm a professor at the University of Queensland's Sustainable Minerals Institute. I'm working with the United Nations Environment Program to implement the United Nations Environment Assembly Resolution on Mineral Resource Governance. In this series, I'll speak to the changemakers working both inside and outside the industry. Policymakers, civil society advocates, community representatives and miners themselves to unearth their views on the challenges, the gaps, the solutions and the best practices. We'll cover the big issues from tailings and climate change through to artisanal and small-scale mining and the global sand crisis. The podcast is designed to accompany the regional consultative meetings of the United Nations Environment Assembly Resolution on Mineral Resource Governance that will be held between July and August of 2020. These virtual consultations will be held in all parts of the globe, with more than 20 meetings in total. Throughout the podcast series, we'll check in on the progress of the consultations. On today's introductory podcast, we'll discuss the United Nations Environment Assembly, and we'll ask how could greater cooperation improve sustainable development in the extraction, production and use of minerals. I've two interviews to share with you. The first is with Ambassador France Perret, Switzerland's Environment Ambassador and Head of International Affairs Division at the Swiss Federal Office of the Environment. Ambassador Perret and I will discuss how and why the UNAFOR Resolution on Mineral Resource Governance came about. In my second interview, I'll speak with Dr. Lydia Noronha, Director of the Economy Division of the United Nations Environment Program. We'll speak about mineral governance and the issues likely to come up during the consultative meetings on the resolution. Now, before we get to our interviews, I'd like to encourage you to make your voice heard as part of this process. We have a dedicated webpage on the Green Growth Knowledge Platform where you can find out more and get involved. And we're also inviting the public to submit short two to three minute videos to us at unea.mrg at ggkp.org. What we're looking for you to share with us is what are the most pressing mineral resource governance challenges in your region? Or perhaps sharing a good or best practice example to inspire the next phase of sustainability and extraction and use of minerals. If you're part of a mineral resource governance initiative, um, you could share with us how your initiative contributes to mineral governance. The best submissions are going to be profiled as part of the UNEA for consultation process. Now to my first interview. Ambassador Perret, welcome to the Mineral Governance Podcast. What is the United Nations Environment Assembly and what is its role in sustainable development? So United Nations Environment Assembly, um, UNEA, that is the assembly that brings together all the members of UNEP, of uh, the United Nations Environment Programme. 
That is the program established within the UN to deal with environmental issues. So every two years, all the member states come together and, and try to give direction to the work of UNEP to develop policies and also to catalyze cooperation. UNIA has basically three functions. The first is a scientific function to help to keep the environment under review, to understand what is going on in the environment, to understand the challenges uh, with regard to the environment at the global and at the national level. Secondly, it also has a policy function based on that uh, scientific information to develop policies, to encourage to, uh, policies, to help countries to develop policies to address these challenges. And then thirdly, also a catalytic function to make sure that these policies are implemented, to stimulate the UN machineries, all the different institutions that are here to support countries in implementing uh, these policies. Just UNIA is, is a moment to come together. Uh, and what we did at the last UNIA was now making use of that scientific function to bring together information, uh, to ask UNED to provide a report, to collect information based on which then future policy decision can be taken. At the fourth session of the United Nations Environment Assembly, which was held in Nairobi, Kenya in March of 2019, the Assembly adopted a resolution on mineral resource governance, which was presented by Mexico, but co-sponsored by Switzerland, could you share with me some of the motivating reasons behind Switzerland's active role in co-sponsoring the resolution? Mm -hmm. Yes, um, Switzerland has realized that the management of mineral resources, uh, extraction, but then also the use is critical for sustained development. On the one side, especially extraction, but also the use and the waste offices, they can pose a fundamental threat to the environment and to the ecosystems. Uh, secondly, also, there are tremendous economic interests involved. So also that second pillar of sustainable development is directly involved in, in mineral resource management. And third, of course, it is also an issue that is touching especially the poor, the socially disadvantaged. They are the ones who suffer most from the negative, from the negative externalities, for example, from uh, mineral resource extractions. And at the same time, uh, these activities provide also some although limited economic perspectives for them. So it is an issue that is at the heart of sustainable development on the one side. And on the other side, it is an issue that um, touches all of us, all countries are concerned by it because these mineral resources are used all over the world. By each of us, they are used. If you want to meet, for example, the objectives of the Paris Agreement, we will need these mineral resources to build batteries, to, to build new infrastructure that is sound for, the, for, for achieving the Paris Agreement objectives. So we all need these mineral resources. And then thirdly, um, it's also an issue that cannot be solved individually by a country. It is something that if you want to strive towards a sustainable use and extraction of mineral resources, we need international cooperation. This is a typical situation of a prisoner's dilemma where one actor, if he doesn't have the assurance that the others is also acting in a certain manner, will probably risk not to opt for the best approach to, to, to governance of mineral resource extraction. Therefore, we need international cooperation if we want to achieve a, a, a benefit for, for all. So the resolution itself, it calls for collection of information of sustainable practices, the identification of knowledge gaps. It talks about options for implementing strategies and assessment of the current governance approaches. You talked about the need for greater cooperation minerals, but what would greater cooperation look like? Oh. Well, there are always different forms of greater cooperation. 
Greater cooperation can begin just by creating a framework where you can exchange best practices, knowledge, experiences, uh, lessons learned. But cooperation can also take an additional step. It can imply also specific support uh, of each other by in developing certain policies and implementing them. And cooperation can even lead to legally binding uh, agreements, for example, to say we set the standard how each of us has to act. So there are many different forms of cooperation. The idea of that resolution was to start by collecting information and facts. We need to better understand the difficulties, the challenges, the problems that are posed by it, also the governance needs, but we also need to better understand uh, existing best practices, uh, existing information, best uh, solutions. By having that information together uh, in, a, in a report that will allow us then to decide what might be the next form of, of cooperation for addressing that issue. Now, Switzerland itself is not known as a country where mining occurs, but it does have a big quarry sector and it does have quite a number of refineries and resource processing facilities in Switzerland, as well as being the home country for one of the larger diversified mining companies. So Switzerland does have quite a lot of kind of primary knowledge about mineral resources as well to share. Was that one of your motivations um, to be involved in, in this mineral resource agenda because you felt that there was lots of aspects of the mineral resource governance chain that Switzerland had a part in? Indeed, that was the motivation because we, we have realized we, we are responsible, involved in that from, from many different perspectives as a user, as a consumer, but also as a refiner, as a trader. So Switzerland is a country that is heavily involved in international uh, trade and, and cooperation. So we are also part of that whole uh, picture. But we have also realized that although being part of it, we cannot address that issue alone because it cannot Switzerland alone start to, to promote certain approaches. We, we, we can do certain things and we try to do that also, but it quickly we come to a certain limits of what, what is feasible. And we have realized that if you really want to ensure that not only Switzerland, but all the actors involved are really um, acting in a manner that is best for sustained development, we need an international approach. And that's the reason why we have, together with Mexico, launched that, uh, that resolution uh, and, and proposed it at the last UNIA. It's difficult to preempt what UNEA 5 will look like, but is there anything you can say about the conversations you're having with other partners or member states um, about what mineral resource governance could look like in the future? Indeed, it is difficult to say what we will decide at the next UNIAR. First of all, because we do not yet have all the information that will help us to take the right decision. And that's the important moment now, really, to try to tease out what, what are the experiences, what are the difficulties, what are the challenges and needs. I think that is the first step. So we do not yet know, we do not yet have all the information needed for a good decision. But then based on that, I think we have really to look at different options and discuss together what is the best and most efficient way to, to come forward. I could imagine, for example, that a good next step could be to collect even more in a more formal and robust manner best practices so that the information about best practices is available by everybody. And then also starting to, to move towards a framework that motivates also the use of these best practices. That could involve transparency, for example. Transparency can be a very important stimulant for, for using best practices. 
but it could also be by setting a framework that, that is perhaps even beyond that, starting to look at, at the, are there certain elements that will need regulation at national or international level, uh, so that to be, to be sure that everybody is really applying these best practices. Well, thank you very much for speaking with us. We really look forward to this um, mineral resource governance resolution process and seeing where it takes us. Thank you, Ambassador Perra. Thanks, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Dr. Lydia Noronya is the director of UNEP's economy division. She joins us from Goa in India. Lydia, can I start by asking, what is mineral resource governance and why is it important? Mineral resource governance is an issue of for which the time has come. The fourth session of the United Nations Environmental Assembly adopted a resolution on mineral resource governance. And this resolution recognized the important contribution of mining towards the achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals. But it went further to connect with three important areas of work that UNEP had been focusing on. One is the International Resource Panel's report on mineral resource governance in the 21st century. One is UNEP's report, along with Grid Arundel, on tailings management. And the third was uh, UNEP uh, Grid Geneva on uh, sand and sustainability. The reason we have this is because uh, member states have felt that there is need for a more careful thinking around mineral resource governance, given the importance of minerals in the context of uh, low carbon, clean technologies and a very important role that governance plays in ensuring that we get positive outcomes from such mineral development. What is in the resolution and why undertake global consultations on its implementation? In the context of this resolution, uh, we have very clear asks and uh, the, the consultations that are taking place at the moment are with regard to these asks. Uh, it asks the Executive Director of the United Nations Environment Programme to look on the basis of the reports prepared by the IRP, the United Nations Environment Programme, to collect information on sustainable practices, identify knowledge gaps and options for implementation strategies, and undertake an overview of existing assessments of different governance initiatives and approaches relating to sustainable management of metal and mineral resources and report thereon to the United Nations Environmental Assembly at its fifth session. That's exactly what is being undertaken now, uh, the assessment of what has been done, what are the key governance initiatives out there, uh, what are the best practices that we already see across the world, and how could we take the best on board in order to share these with the larger uh, community in order to improve mineral resource governance. As we all know, there are lots of different new initiatives that have been happening. There are over 80 governance initiatives, but it's important to bring about some coherence in, in all of these in the context of what's going on now. The complexity of the existing frameworks was examined in the International Resource Panel. What is important to understand for us is that the value chains are global in terms of mineral demand, but they're very often partially globalized and sometimes very local in terms of supply. And while they contribute significantly to local and national development, they do so with a very large footprint that affects human lives, livelihoods, relations, and the environment. And we see a considerable amount of asymmetry of information and capacity amongst the various actors in the supply component and asymmetry of knowledge and perhaps interest amongst actors on the demand side. And it's because of this that it's very important for us to bring these elements together also with the fact that consumer prices do not reflect externalities. Uh, 
and there isn't sufficient benefit sharing and compensation with the local when there are so many of the gains which uh, are accrued more globally. And a final point which is increasingly getting some traction is the issue of resource security, which has often dominated the discourse on global governance, but does not sufficiently factor in human environmental security at the supply base. With regards to all these, it's very important that UNEA reflects upon issues around mineral resources, issues which will enable more positive outcomes to come out of this, uh, given the fact that they are so very important to achieve the Sustainable Development Goals. Thanks, Lydia, for joining me. That brings to a close the first episode of the Mineral Governance Podcast. Please join us again and spread the word about the series. A reminder to join one of the consultative meetings and also share your views of mineral resource governance with a short two to three minute video. Post your videos on social media. Use the hashtag UNEA and hashtag MRG resolution. Send your videos to us at unea.mrg at ggkp.org. The best submissions will be shared as part of the consultative process. We'll see you again soon.